freshman year of college and it was in the dorms for sure and something tells me that it was in this girl Sarah Urban's dorm room but I could be completely wrong about that but that's just my memory about it it was one of those things where like we had all just moved in so like we're meeting everybody in Seton Hall and then Megan's from like the other Clifton or something like Clifton from down the street and so we're like oh you from the other dorm so cool um but yeah I mean that was it was really like one of those things where I think Molly Pilon was there or something, um, met and immediately, I think we were all like hanging out with a bunch of other of us. Like, I don't know if it was that night specifically or if it was just, you know, it's it's one of those things that it, there wasn't like this specific moment because it seemed like it was just sort of naturally always like this group of people or like she was always there. Um, but I do remember that day in the dorm, uh, maybe potentially Sarah Urban's dorm room. first impression of Megan was probably very I was interested she she dressed cool I remember that uh so I always I remember being like interested in how she dressed especially because it's like I mean it was 2009 and it's a bunch of like 18 year old girls there certainly wasn't like the most interesting wardrobes going on you know <laughs> a lot of yoga pants and like um you know Ugg boots and shit so I feel like Megan was kind of at the forefront of of that even at that time so that was definitely something that struck me about Megan and then also she was just like very I don't know she didn't seem very like nervous or awkward even though she probably felt like she was uh she felt very confident and like cool and everybody wanted to be her friend it's weird in the sense where there doesn't feel like there was this very, I don't know, maybe for some people it does, but I, it didn't feel like there was this very specific beginning to it. Like, yeah, I remember, I guess, the day I met Megan in the dorms, and then it was probably just literally, like, eventually we walked down the hallway to, like, James's room, and uh, we're just, like, drink beers in there for a while. We were really lucky that we were all, almost all of us, literally in the same building, but or in, of course, Megan down the street, but then... You know, DePaul people didn't really give that much of a shit about what we did. So, like, we drank, we partied a lot in the dorms, and that was pretty... We were lucky to be able to do that, because I don't know where else we would have done it, or, like, done our bonding friendship moments. <laughs> Later on, it was like there were parties and all that, but early it was, yeah, I mean, you're just, like, sitting around, like, trying to figure out how you're going to buy beer, because we were... I mean, I was 17 when I moved to Chicago. So it was... Well, and then also, too, like, we're all, like, 17, 18, just, like, smoking 14 cigarettes a day, like... Just thinking we're so cool. Um, and that was definitely like the vibe from Megan as well. She smoked and it wasn't, she wasn't weird about it. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, you know, it's like uh, that dude in old school was like, yeah, I had a crush on you. You smoked Marlboro Reds. You were badass. It's like, that was, that was kind of Megan. Like, 
everybody was just thought she was super confident. The reality was, I don't even know necessarily how this came to be. I think so. So Megan lived in, in the Clifton dorms and over there they had these suites where they would have like two by two rooms and then a bathroom in between. Right. And she was in one room and then in the other room, there was this girl named Kayla Verheyen. That was her last name. And, uh, I had met her like during college at one point. I don't know. I've, I want to say that we literally like started hooking up like the night of this Blackhawks victory when we like flooded the streets to riot and like we're sitting inside a 7-Eleven that was getting looted. But regardless, uh, I ended up starting to like see Megan's roommate or, or sweet mate, I guess you could say, Kayla. And, you know, Megan was friends with her and stuff. And so it was all cool or whatever. But the thing was, Megan's roommate on her side of the suite was kind of always gone. I can't remember her name, but um, she was like always gone. So Megan was kind of in that room a lot on her own. And there was this extra bed that like wasn't even, didn't even have like sheets on it and shit. Like it was just like this mattress in there. And on the other, I think anyway, that's, that's how I remember it. Uh, and, 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 and so on the other side, you know, Kayla, I would sleep over at Kayla's place sometimes, especially because my dorm room has two other dudes in it. At least her only has one girl. That was the logic. It's like there are less humans nearby. Uh, but, you know, obviously it's awkward. So then we would we would try to wait for those for those times when we knew that Megan was totally gone like at class or just doing something so that we could go use that room because we knew that the other person wasn't there. Uh, and it happened once or twice. And then, yeah, I don't know, maybe the third time, probably a little drunk, not really thinking about when Megan's coming back too much in there, just butt naked, just completely naked in, in Megan's room, not on her bed. On, on, on her roommates, hopefully non-cheated, but I don't even remember. Uh, and yeah, and I mean, just like it. Well, and what was funny too was like the the door of the, the dorm room like literally opened like to the on that bed. Like it wasn't like there was like any like there wasn't like any noise from like a key or like any you know split second moment or like you know turning the corner. It was literally just like door naked people on bed and Megan let out this like scream I don't know she probably said something like absolutely hilarious but I really don't know what it was that she said or I can't remember right now and then also like I really remember too like how like totally fine with it she was like I like it was it happened and it was very jarring experience of course and we were like oh shit and like and then but then afterward it was like not I don't know she might have been mad about it for a moment I don't really remember but it was not that big of a deal and I just remember next time seeing her and it was like it was almost like we had become we had aged as friends like three years like just, like just after that event occurred like it was much more I, for, it seems like it should have been more uncomfortable for us to talk to one another after that happened but the way I remember it anyway it's like it sort of became more comfortable like it was just like a weird one of those weird things that like happens between people that makes you just like able able to talk to each other better (laughs) 
so that was that was the one of the first like major interactions I had with Megan. <laughs> and then I remember one time too, like uh, I had slept over on the other side, and this was not as a risque of, of a story, but I was sleeping over on the other side of of the dorm, and she walked in and. I was just like laying in the bed and Megan said something like, oh, I can't wait to find a man who holds me like that. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> something like that, I remember. And I was just remember thinking like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. And now like she has, of course, the perfect <laughs> man to hold her. So that was like me dating Kayla freshman year of college as her sweet mate was sort of like, I guess pushed our already like existing and very real friendship into this like slightly more uncomfortable slash more comfortable situation where I was just like trying to have sex with her sweet mate all the time. <laughs> That's a very specific bond. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was just this like, yeah, I, that was like a, a, it's a bond of friend, especially when you're like, you know, a guy and a girl who meet at college and like, it's, there's all sorts of weird awkwardness. It was this moment where we like very solidly became like, specifically friends and like you know that was uh that's a really nice feeling when you're 18 and you're like not sure how to act around literally anyone especially people of the opposite sex like megan always it always was just immediately felt like a friend after that i feel like it was a weird moment at the beginning of college where like you're that sort of thing is kind of on your mind so it's like totally tolerable whereas like if that had happened when we were 25 she probably would have like not spoken to me for three weeks or something like <laughs> Honestly, like the childish aspect of like how like there's so many details that I just don't remember and so many things like I was trying to think back on on memories and so many there's so many snippets that are in my head, but like just with no context, kind of like the the story that Charlotte told about um, about the oven. But yeah, it's funny to, to remember like those specific moments that you do have context for because they were probably formative or <laughs> uh, or, or shock or jarring. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that one's definitely like very solid in my mind <laughs> and uh, always makes me think of the friendship, the bond that we share. Happy birthday, Megan. I love you very much and I'm very excited to see you vaccinated. Um, and Steve vaccinated and myself vaccinated very soon. Thanks for the appointment, by the way. Um, in the park, not in the park, on stoops, in houses, in bars, maybe even eventually. Who knows? It could happen this summer. It's going. It's going to happen this summer. Um, but yeah, happy birthday. Love you very much. Oh, no. Oh, no.